The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility responsible gaming resources. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at buffalorumblings.com and the host of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Today, I'm on my backup recording rig, so if I sound a little bit different, that's the main reason why. Just bear with me for this week. As always, you can send in your Buffalo Bills questions 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to our voicemail line at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at rumblingsqna, that's with the word and spelled out in the middle. You can email us buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. Facebook and Instagram messages to the official Buffalo Rumblings accounts will also make their way into my inbox for our show. As always, the quality of this show largely depends on the quality of the questions, so please send in your stuff for next week's episode and subsequent episodes as we navigate this uh, very critical offseason for the Buffalo Bills and a short offseason for the Buffalo Bills. They went a month later than they normally go, or almost a month later than you know, the end of the regular season. Uh, there's all the COVID cap restrictions that we still have yet to navigate. And uh, so it's going to be a short off season. It's going to be a wild off season with a, a condensed salary cap. So lots of questions uh, floating around out there. And of course, lots of opinions to go with it. So get your questions in for next week's episode and the subsequent episodes. Before we get to your questions, I just wanted to go over briefly what we do at buffalorumblings.com during this period in time. Uh, Last Tuesday, we did Matt Milano and AJ Klein day, so it was essentially linebacker day. Uh, What do you want to do at that open linebacker position? Do you want to slot AJ Klein in and let Matt Milano leave? Do you want to sign a free agent? Do you want to draft a guy to replace him? Like there was just we covered the entire linebacker position from soup to nuts, every single option. Uh, for that position going forward. And uh, then we let our readers vote. So you can go check all those articles out. I think it was eight or nine articles last Tuesday. On Thursday and Friday, we took a look at the two guard spots on the team because both of them are open, left guard and right guard. Um, In fact, four players started at guard for the Bills last year and all four of them are either either no longer on the team or not under contract for the 2021 season. The only player to start a game for the Bills at guard last year that is still under contract for 2021 is Cody Ford. And with Darrell Williams also 
a free agent and Ty Nsaki also a free agent. Maybe Cody Ford's moving out to right tackle anyway. So lots of intrigue at that guard position. So we actually spread it out over two days because we had so many articles to write. That was last Thursday and Friday over at the site. And what we do is we go through their all 22 film from uh, the past season. We look at contract projections for what each player would cost to re-sign. We look at other options that are available on the team. We go through options that are available in free agency and the NFL draft before we ask you to make your picks. So, I mean, like I said before, soup to nuts, we we tackle every angle of them all in one day. So you have all the information you need to kind of formulate your opinion as opposed to spreading it out over the course of a period of time. And we also give you our opinion. So I wrote an article about Matt Milano, about how I don't think that they're going to re-sign him because of the injury concerns, because he's going to be so much money, because the salary cap is depressed this year. I think the Bills aren't going to re-sign Matt Milano. And I wrote that last week, and it's honestly shocking to me. Uh, A year ago, I would have thought that both Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds would be here for the better part of a decade uh, between their rookie deals and their subsequent deals. And now I don't know if either of them are going to be here past their rookie deal. And then on Thursday and Friday, uh, we had Bruce Nolan come on from the Bruce Exclusive podcast. And he gave his take on the guard position. It's actually like a four-pronged approach to what he wants to do with the guard position, which makes sense because there's two open spots and lots of moving pieces there. Uh, And so that opinion was both on the podcast network and on the website on Friday. So you can go check all of those things out. Uh, As you're listening to this today, Uh, Tuesday, February 9th, another day, full day of analysis is going up, uh, this time around the right tackle position. Uh, So Daryl Williams, Ty Nsecki, and what the Bills can do at right tackle. So make sure you check all that stuff out at buffalorumblings.com. We'll have another day later this week, and we'll tackle really all the holes on the Buffalo Bills roster going forward. Um, And then after we address the free agents, we'll take a look at some possible uh, veteran salary cap casualties and some veteran cuts that we could make uh, to improve before March 17th kicks off the 2021 NFL year with free agency. Uh, So that's coming up quickly, uh, just over five, six weeks away. So it's (laughs) very, very quickly approaching. Let's get to your questions now. Jerbear over on Twitter asks us, I have a salary cap question. Is it a one-year dip and then go back up to, say, $210 million, or is it resetting at, say, 175 and then going up from there in the typical increases? Well, that's a great question. Um, most of the articles that I write during this time of year are salary cap articles, and so it's either contract projections or looking at how much it would cost to cut a player or how the Bills can create more cap space. With the expectation that the salary cap is going to be around $180 million in 2021, that represents a big dip from the 2020 season. And that's something that's never happened before. The salary cap has always gone up as revenues have gone up around the NFL. So this is uncharted territory for the NFL and general managers in general. So I just wanted to put that out there too. But... Uh, Is it expected to be a one-year dip and then like normal increases? We don't really know yet. 
Uh, we know it's going to be a one-year dip, and then we expect that it's going to keep going up as the league revenues keep going up. There's a new television deal that's going to come online in 2022. So that should add new money to the NFL owners' coffers. And so that should add more money to the salary cap. And so it should be a one-year blip. But I'm not sure it's going to go up at like the normal rate if, you know, we don't know if fans are going to be allowed back in the stadiums in 2021, or at least in you know half the NFL stadiums in 2021. You know, there's going to be some pockets where they're going to allow them to open up. We saw New York State allow the bills to open up in a limited capacity. And, you know, New York State has been some of the most restrictive on COVID-19 regulations. And so I don't know if it's going to be like, quote unquote, normal, like you asked. But it's going to go up, I would imagine, from 180 million in 2021 to somewhere higher next year. Normally, we can forecast this thing because you know it's predictable. We know that revenue is going to increase by a certain dollar figure each year, and then you add in kind of bigger jumps for the the new television contracts. But you know, we're in uncharted territory right now with the COVID-19 stuff, especially the COVID-19 restrictions where. NFL teams don't always have say over who can be in their buildings or how many people can be in their buildings or how they can be in their buildings. So it's going to go up because of the TV deals, but the rest of the stuff is up in the air. So it's going to go back up after this one year dip. I just don't know if it's going to be as predictable as it has been in years past. It's a great question. Thanks for asking it over on Twitter, Jeremy. We're at rumblings Q and a with the word and spelled out in the middle. We're going to take a quick break and come back, so don't go anywhere. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ian Carmody asks um, kind of that big view question. In your opinion, rank from one to five the Bills' biggest offseason needs by position. And so I took a look at this. It's it's really difficult to do when you don't know where they want to put Cody Ford. And I've been a proponent of him at guard because I think he has the chance to be his best version of himself at guard. Uh, but if the Bills want to keep trying to shoehorn him at tackle, that could obviously impact where they're looking this offseason. But here's my list. I would go with offensive line first, uh, whether it's guard or tackle. Um, if you want to put Cody Ford at tackle, then guard becomes your number one priority. If you want to put Cody Ford at guard, then tackle becomes your number one priority. So 
I'll go with offensive line first. I think pass rush is second, even though the Bills have players that can play on the defensive line in 2021 and there's not this gaping hole. I think it was really, really exposed in the playoffs in general, but specifically in the AFC championship game. And then when you watch the Super Bowl, how the Chiefs offensive line got shredded with pretty much the same players that were there against the the Bills in the AFC championship game. Uh, The Bucs were able to create a ton of pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and that's really what won the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And just the the glaringness of how poorly the Bills defensive front did against the same Chiefs team really puts pass rush near the top of the list. And really, pass rush is almost always near the top of my list because it's the blueprint. It's what we saw the, the Giants do to Tom Brady all those years ago. Get pressure with your front four and let your back seven uh, be able to cover. And the Bills have the back seven to be able to cover, but they don't necessarily have the front four to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. So I put pass rush at number two on my list of needs and only because there's just like so many gaping holes on the offensive line. Uh, Cornerback two, uh, the Bills seem to think that they can always just go out and find a guy to play the second cornerback role opposite Tredavious White. But as Bruce likes, uh, Bruce Nolan likes to explain, that limits what they can do. Uh, that means they can't switch to man coverage if they have to. And so I would expect the Bills to be active in the second cornerback market. Um, I, you know, I don't know what kind of contract Levi Wallace is going to command on the open market. I haven't sat down yet to kind of uh, do his contract projection yet. Um, but I mean, right now you're looking at the restricted free agent tag for him, which is two million and change. I don't know if he's necessarily worth that. Josh Norman was signed for six million last year. Uh, you've got some potential free agent options that are out there that are kind of intriguing that you can just kind of plug and play um, at that position. So cornerback two is, I think, going to be a very interesting conversation when we get to it uh, next week at buffalorumblings.com. That was number three on my list is cornerback two. Uh, number four on my list is offensive guard. Um, no matter what they do with that number one spot, they're going to also need another player on the offensive line. Uh, so whether that's re-signing John Feliciano, uh, Ike Bucker, or adding somebody new, they're going to need to add a guard somewhere. And number five on my list is linebacker. They're going to have to address that Matt Milano position one way or the other. Uh, the reason it's so low on my list is I think they have a player in A.J. Klein that can, you know, survive. They've got Terrell Dodson. They've got, you know, players that could play the position if they needed people to play the position. And so it's a little bit lower on my list as opposed to, like, say, offensive guard where there's just nobody there. Uh, they've got five free agent offensive linemen that started games for them. And so it's just, you know, obviously not ideal. Finally, um, there's kind of this clump of people that come after number five. They still have needs at backup quarterback. Matt Barkley's a free agent. And I don't think Jake Fromm is, you know, a guy I want to count on to start and play in games going forward when I've never seen him throw a pass, really. Um, They have a tight end problem uh, with Tyler Croft and Lee Smith. Tyler Croft, a free agent, and Lee Smith saying he might retire. They're going to need another cornerback on top of whoever turns out to be their second cornerback 
because you can't ever have enough cornerbacks in the NFL, which is why the Bills always seem to be able to re-sign or sign, you know, a bunch of people. But they did just release EJ Gaines, so they need, you know, just players at the position right now. Uh, they need a kick returner. Uh, Andre Roberts is a free agent, so if you're going to re-sign him, they need to re-sign him. If they're going to go a different direction, they need to go a different direction. More pass rush. Uh, just one edge rusher isn't going to do the job. Jerry Hughes is getting old, even though he's very effective. AJ Epinesa might not be that pass rusher defensive end. He might be that kind of all-around run stuffer guy that can maybe get after the quarterback, um, but isn't like that you know massive disruptor that they need in the pass rush. Uh, plus, they rotate so much on the defensive end line that they need to keep adding more pass rush. And then finally, defensive tackle. Um, they really were hurt by Star Latoule not being in there this year. They need to be able to generate pass rush, but also to be able to eat blocks. And so, you know, I, I think Ed Oliver's at his best when he's able to penetrate. So adding kind of like a run stuffer defensive tackle um, to back up Star Latoule, hopefully he returns this year from the opt-out list. But I don't think that Harrison Phillips is going to be the guy going forward. So how do you address that position moving into 2021 and beyond? So obviously that's longer than a five need list that's what 10 11 needs uh but my top five just to recap ian's question top five needs going into free agency and the 2021 nfl draft are offensive line depending on where you want to slot cody ford that's either guard or tackle uh pass rush cornerback two offensive guard and linebacker that's my top five thanks for the question on twitter over at rumblings q and a two nfl draft talk where bills mafia 1981 asks us being at the end of the first for the first time in a while, do you want us to trade back to pick up cheaper help? Offensive line, linebacker, cornerback, maybe the Clemson running back or Harris are there. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of team trade back, uh, but a lot of teams are going to be looking to trade back this year, I think, because they're going to be looking to add bodies with the salary cap restrictions. So I think if the Bills get a nice package of a couple picks, maybe a second and third round pick, um, even I would even consider a second round pick and a future second round pick. Um, I think the Bills can trade back in the 2021 NFL draft. And, you know, we're just used to being able to lock onto a player or a couple of players and be like, OK, one of these guys will be there at 15 or 10 or six. And we'll be able to get one of the guys that we like. And it's just a little bit more complicated this year. I mean, I, I could also see Brandon Bean packaging a couple picks and moving up to get a guy. Um, but a lot of that's going to depend on how many holes they're able to fill in free agency. So, um, you know, you know, Brandon Bean, he's not going to stick around and just kind of like sit on his laurels and do nothing. So I am, um, I imagine the Bills are going to try and trade that pick. Um, I'm on team trade down from that position. I don't, I think it's a much harder to get an impact player at number 30. So I would be more inclined to try to get more players in the hopes that one of them will be an impact player. And so especially because of where they have needs at offensive guard, at um, cornerback, at a few places where you can get guys in the second and third rounds that can make an impact. Big nickel even is a possibility. Tight end, offensive tackle, you know, pass rush. You're not going to get a guy at number 30 to come in and be a dominant pass rusher um, that just typically doesn't happen. Now they can develop into that, but 
I mean, just look at all the top talent on, you know, at defensive end and pass rusher. They're all you know, top half of the first round guys. Um, and even the guys that weren't that are on that list didn't do it in their first season and the bills need it, you know, now. So, you know, just because of where the bills need talent, I think uh, trading down actually makes a ton of sense. They don't need a quarterback. They don't need um, a pass rusher that can help in three years. They need a guy that can help now. And so that offensive line, uh, cornerback, those position needs that I just went through, you can address a lot of those in the second and third round if you trade back. So thanks for your question over at Rumblings Q&A on Twitter. Our last question comes from Instagram, where LBatman17 asks, is Ed Oliver on bust watch? It seems like he just can't stand up against the run and might be better as a sub-package backup. Well, there's a lot that goes into that question. I think the Bills asked him to play out of position in 2021 more than they anticipated. You know, he's at his best as a penetrating one-tech, or sorry, three-tech defensive tackle. And they asked him to play a lot of one-tech with Star Latulule being out of the lineup. So the one-tech guy is the one that lines up, you know, in the one gap and is taking on two blockers usually to keep your linebacker clear to make the play. And, um, you know, it's just kind of that space eater type of guy. That's Star Latulule's spot. And Ed Oliver works best in that kind of Kyle Williams role of being able to knife into the backfield and create havoc, um, you know, make plays bust up side, make quarterbacks leave the pocket and get uncomfortable. And, you know, we said that when he was coming out in the NFL draft and when he was making the adjustment to the NFL. And so without a space eater next to him, without Star Latulule next to him, they used him a lot in that role. And I just don't think he's very well suited to that role. So that's part of it. I think on the tape, um, and I know people get really ticked off when, when you hear stuff like this, I think he plays well most of the time, um, but he doesn't make as many splash plays as we want. And so, you know, for a guy that people were comparing to some of the best defensive tackle playmakers in the NFL, you know, he hasn't had those splash plays. So if you're expecting him to be, you know, in the NFL defensive player of the year conversation, um, is he on bus watch? Sure. In in that paradigm, I think he is. But I think as far as being, you know, a productive NFL player that you want to give a second contract to, I don't think it's, you know, I, I'm not certainly not writing him off there yet. Um, he has to do a lot more. He has to prove himself more going forward. But I'm certainly not writing him off as an NFL player based on what happened over the course of the last two years. So. Thank you for your question on Instagram at the official Buffalo Rumblings account. It's Buffalo Rumblings, all one word, over on Instagram. That's going to do it for this week's show. As always, you can leave your questions for next week's episode by calling us at 716-508-0405. You can also text that number. We still have questions in the mailbag um, as well. So, you know, if, if you didn't hear your question answered this week, we will get to it over the course of the next few weeks. Uh, you can tweet us at rumblings, Q and A with the word and spelled out on Twitter. Email Buffalo Rumblings at SBNation.com. There's Facebook messages and Instagram as well. Those are both Buffalo Rumblings and uh, the official Buffalo Rumblings accounts will get to me. As always, go 
Bills, and hope you guys have a great week. Thank you.